Hello, I'm Colin Green, and you are listening to Spike Pit episode 58. This is going to be an episode following up from Spike Pit and Sons Hogwarts episode. I want to talk about uh, the listener feedback and um, throw around some of my thoughts regarding playing with younger DMs. Hey Colin, it's Logan from Swordbreaker. How awesome is it to have your own live-in GM? I hope we'll hear more actual plays from you in the future. Hi, Arfid here. It was great to hear from a, a young GM on the latest podcast. Um, not sure I'd be able to play in that game. It sounds a bit scary for me. Um, all those dragons and monsters flying about. I don't think the... Uh, Life expectancy of a character is too long in that, but there was plenty of strong NPCs that were um, backing you up, so you might be okay. But um, great knowledge of the uh, the world and uh, the characters, which I think adds a lot to uh, any GM's arsenal of uh, skills and uh, storytelling, etc. So it uh, sounded like you had great fun. Would have loved to have been out to been in the room and seen some of the more um, sort of uh, theatrical parts of it. But yeah, sounded like it was a great time. Thank you, Logan and Arfed, for your valuable feedback. Um, it's always good to hear what listeners think. And I did get additional feedback on the uh, Audio Dungeon Discord channel. And on the whole, it would seem the actual play episode went down pretty well, despite its length. Um, I'm conscious of it being over 60 minutes long, especially as I'm not that much of an AP um, consumer myself. However, it was, I thought, pretty entertaining, so I decided to leave it mostly in its entirety. What I'd like to discuss today is some of my thoughts that came about having listened back to the episode and I wanted to address perhaps some of the differences that you're going to run into when you've got, you've got a, a younger DM running a game. Now obviously this is going to vary because uh, we're all individuals and it's no different for the youngsters. But the first thing that I notice uh, during this game is the very dynamic style of um, of my son. Now, if you think you're going to sit down at a table and just kind of calmly play the game, uh, that is not going to happen. Well, not in his case. He was all over the place. At the minute, uh, the minute he sat down, he got up. The minute he got up, he sat down. And um, as soon as an NPC or a monster would arrive on the scene. Uh, he's gesticulating wildly with his arms. His his face becomes the mask of another creature. Um, he is yeah. So facial expressions and uh, you may have noticed there was almost he was changing his voice a little bit and even throwing in sound effects and stuff like that. So it's a very active style of refereeing now 
in addition to this, because he's very immersed in, in the Harry Potter world and the world of Hogwarts, he's able to sort of leverage that knowledge to, to provide lots and lots of description. Um, it, he can answer pretty much any question you throw at him. Uh, and he, he, really, I was really impressed with his mastery of the law, much like Arfed said, he, he really does, he does know his subject. And I think as we get older, you know, that's something that I would really struggle to do, even in settings that I'm really familiar with. So he, he, he totally dispenses, well not totally, but to a large extent, dispenses with the need to flick through books or or even make much in the way of notes. He does, however, keep a, a, a DM's journal and he puts his ideas in there. He does little drawings, he makes maps, um, all manner of things, but it all goes into his his journal basically um, I think that's because that's what his dad does so I keep a journal he's seen me do that and uh, you know I, I have encouraged him that that is one way to do it whether he'll stay doing it like that remains to be seen the other thing that I think is worthy of note is although this would perhaps not come over in the podcast very well it, it's a very visual business for him um, he takes a lot of inspiration from the resources that um, I've, I've put in front of him so he, he's got the books and then the uh, the collection of Hogwarts library is very rich in images and illustrations uh, it's very inspirational material and he often talks about it outside of the game talks about things like his favorite drawing in this book or his favorite illustration in that book and it, it did crop up during the podcast when he was talking about uh, the dragons and, and we were looking at an image there and that, and that was I was trying to talk to him a little bit about artwork and and the fact that you know these are artists that ha have a particular style and you know I try and f fold in a little bit of a little bit of the kind of culture of RPGs and you know I, I get out older books and newer books and, and we look at art styles and stuff like that you know and it's all it's all part of getting him a little bit immersed in the hobby so that when he when he talks to his friends or maybe he goes to a con or something like that he can feel like he he understands what's going on around him a little bit um, sources wise he, he also draws on the films and all the visuals from the films so I've no doubt that when he's describing something he's either playing back something that he's seen in a book uh, read in a book or something that he's seen in the film and and having those resources is um, invaluable I think and if if you're thinking of running a game with some kids uh, you know, perhaps you could you could pick a subject that that they're really into. I mean, it, it could be virtually anything. You can you can make a game out of anything. One of the things I'm looking at at the moment is to get my little girl into gaming. Perhaps a little bit more. She like she likes uh, quite enjoys Hero Kids, but um, I'd like to put a, a bit of a mouse guard spin on it and. Um, She's really into animals and she, she loves her cats and 
um, her furry creatures. And, uh, you know, I'm going to maybe go down that tap with my little girl. So it, choosing your inspirational material and your on-ramp is very important, I think. Hey, Colin, it's Cody. I was um, listening to your episode you did with your son where you guys were playing Harry Potter um, while I'm out doing some errands. I'm about 20 minutes in, and uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I think it's super cool that, you know, you've given your your son this all of these resources, um, these books that are not necessarily D&D related, and he's um, sort of creating his own appendix in and uh, using those to influence the game that he runs. I think that's super awesome. Um, and initially I had, a, I had a bunch of suggestions I had written down. I was like, oh, maybe you could do things this way, but you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give him. I think, um, it's super cool that he's just coming up with his own stuff on the fly and it, you guys are having a good time and that's all that matters, man. Um, anyway, keep it up and I look forward to the rest of the episode. I will talk to you later, sir. Bye-bye. So thanks for taking the time to call in Cody. I think a couple of the things you say there are very uh, pertinent to the the topic at hand. Firstly, echoing you're echoing my thoughts on the resources. I, I did purposefully try and supply some additional resources once I knew that he was looking to run a Hogwarts sort of game. I felt that it could fall flat for him if he was relying on the uh, the 5e stuff from wizards and um, he was already making his own stuff up and and looking in the books and i thought the um the the monster book and some of the the tales and the lore from the harry potter universe would, would be ideal uh sources of inspiration and this moves on to the other thing you was saying about Oh, you know, you could maybe do this, you could maybe do that, and you decided to hold back with that, and that's exactly what what I'm I'm suggesting now, is if you if you're running if you're running with a, a youngster as a DM, you've got to resist the urge to try and enforce your own style on them, and I tell you that is that is not easy. You want to maybe use a little bit of guidance. Uh, and be there in a kind of almost semi-co-DM or supporting role while still being a player. So when he's reading something, and I think there's perhaps uh, he, he looks like he's doesn't quite understand something. There was a during that actual play the episode. There was a couple of words that he was struggling with, and I, I just kind of questioned him and um, explained a couple of things so that you know, um, he knows for next time round. On the whole, I've been very impressed, though, with his comprehension of the uh, of the books. And I mean, like I said, I, I haven't read them all myself. I think I read the first one. I've listened to a couple of audio books. And, um, yeah. Not only do I take a back seat, but I also think it's important that the rules and rule books take a back seat um, any mechanisms that we use tend to be super fast and super simple at the very start we, we talked about well how, how much 5e is there actually in the game is running and I think we all know that there's not a huge amount um, the main thing is he's using 
character generation to a certain extent we modify that it's, that's pretty much made up on the fly well not on the fly but during character creation it's a conversation we go through the the standard procedures for 5e character creation but where something doesn't seem appropriate or we need some equipment that that you know is not listed and this is all resolved through looking at the fiction looking at the setting and, and, and making some common sense decisions about things that he knows about or things that perhaps I can offer into the mix you know just my own ideas the the one the, the core thing that he he does use is this idea of setting a, a difficulty rating so a, a DC and then rolling over it so we just keep that roll over mechanic keep the things like opposed rolls that he understands and then we just say under certain certain circumstances there's going to be advantage or disadvantage and that one sort of suite of mechanisms is enough to get you through pretty much everything you need there's this situation you need this role to achieve it and is it going to be a bit harder or a bit more difficult you know uh, it's perfect so I wouldn't be afraid to just hack 5e. We all know it's pretty modular. And you can just lift out one, one mechanism like that and away you go. Also, it's interesting that he doesn't rely on stats and stat blocks. So he looks at that monster book. He looks at the picture. He gets something coming up in his mind. And then he, he just runs with it. I asked him about stats. And really... He's, he's not that interested. He's just making it up on the fly. And, you know, it's fun. It happens. What what more can you say? That's what we're looking for. And in I would say in closing, the biggest takeaway for me, because I've, I've done these things before, but um, just going through the process of recording it and then listening back, what really struck me was the fact that you just got to go with the flow. It's totally just uh, sit back, relax, just try and have some fun, go with the flow. If you think your help is needed, um, just a little bit of advice or um, just you can voice your opinion. But just just go light, light with it, not heavy handed. Just make it like a suggestion and a conversation and uh, I think it should work out well. So I would encourage anybody out there who's, who's gaming with kids, get, get them into running some adventures. It can be simple, it doesn't need to be an hour long, it could be 10, 15 minutes um, or just sit and make up a character and and just say, you know, if you was to run a, uh, an adventure, what about if I made up a character and then we could play them a game that you run and uh, you know and just address any concerns they've got and as I see it that's about it there we go then that brings us to near the close of another episode I'd like to thank everybody for listening I'd also like to thank the folks that called in Logan, Cody and Arfed 
thanks for your valuable feedback and your thoughts and ideas as ever are always welcome i'd also value the thoughts of others anybody that's played with a younger gm and has got any observations to add to the stuff i've already said just uh, give us a call in on anchor and i'll uh, include it in a future show that's it take care look after yourselves and uh, speak to you soon